Hi guys, hope you're going to have a good class today. I wanted to give you some thoughts about neuroscience. Um, you might know I probably have a pathological addiction to neuroscience. I love it so much. And the reason I do is because the good neuroscience that's, that's studied the right way with the right methodology basically supports that God was right the whole time. So God finally gets credit for all those things in His Word about growth and obstacles and challenge and success and health and all that. So it's sort of like, you know, there's this big tapestry called, you know, the world, and then finally the artist, God, gets his name to get the credit for building this wonderful world the way our brains work and the way organizations and, and health and growth work. So it's just so, we didn't, we didn't need neuroscience because we got, you know, because God has got everything that we need in the world, in, in the Word. But boy, isn't it great to have it support all the, the principles the Scripture's made. If I could have gone back and written how, how people grow, again with Henry, there'd be a, there'd be, there wasn't a lot of, of that kind of neuroscience sophistication out there. We'd had a whole bunch of stuff out there. That's why all my books now are including that. So yay God, he gets credit. So yay neuroscience. So the question is, how do I get the latest, the latest and the greatest on neurological research on leadership, specifically contextually sent to leadership? What is the latest and best discovery you've made in the neurology of leadership? Um, let me just tell you where I go. I, there's some places I go that are probably a little bit technical because I go to some of the um, academic journals <clears throat> and clinical journals of neuroscience, and if you don't have a clinical degree, it's kind of hard to understand it. So I thought, what would be so helpful that would challenge you and give you til school schools and tills, skills and tools about leadership? And here's some things that I, that I go to. Now, having said that, here's my caveat, guys. Anytime I give you a reference to some book or journal or whatever, that's not saying it might, that'll, it'll be that way forever because things change. The Bible doesn't change, God doesn't change, but research changes. And something may come out later that turns everything on its head or you'll find out in, the, in this journal that I, in this, this website I like that it got taken over by a bunch of lunatics and it's awful and people get crazy. So this is as of this recording, it's, it's useful and helpful. I'm not perfect, but useful and helpful. And so I'm, you know, I, I'm recommending it at this time to the level of the knowledge I have of it. The other thing is you yourself always take ownership because research is like a, you know, a jet plane that's moving so fast. You take ownership of where you're studying it and check it out with other reputable people. And there are review sites now. Go, on, go online. There are review sites that watch the watchers and sort of say, this is a kooky cultish thing or this is pretty good science here or this is. So, so go back to that and always stay in touch with um, the people that are in the know because they change so much. So I'm not endorsing things forever. Where, where they are now, I like them. Um, I like the Neuro Leadership Institute. I think that they, uh, they take information and that they've gotten from research and then they render it down into a, a meaningful way so that a busy executive who wants to help people and know how to motivate people and bring teams together and be successful and optimize and all that, they can use it. I've, I've just found the articles uh, clear and good stuff. So um, I haven't gone down to like everybody on their board of directors and all that. I haven't looked that far, but I just found some helpful articles there. So for now, it's good. Uh, the Society for Neuroscience. I think they have good, good stuff in there about how neuroscience is going. And they also have, uh, you'll see some leadership articles in there. And so how, you know, things like how we function and that sort of thing. Um, 
You know who's, lot, who's good is MIT Sloan, you know, the famous MIT in Cambridge, Massachusetts, the Sloan School of Business and Leadership. Um, they've got good stuff, and, and uh, their courses are expensive. But uh, every now and then you'll see an article that's helpful and that sort of thing. Um, psychology Today, which is kind of like mainline psychology, but you can, you can understand this because you've had enough psychology in your courses in leadership. Um, and they'll have leadership stuff that has neuroscience, and it's sort of like it's been digested in a way that's useful to you. Um, so, oh, here's another question I had. What is the latest, best discovery you've made? I should make them all the time. Here's a new one. Uh, was the value of uh, mindfulness, and you know, mindfulness has been around for a while, but I've looked look, look deeper into it, and what we found out is that um, leaders tend to live in the future, like the mission and the problems and the obstacles, what we're we going to do. And sometimes they live in the past, which is guilt and regret and remorse. But the really good ones, every day, and I do this as a discipline, every day they pull away from everything and just, I'm, I'm not, this is not your quiet time. That's something separate. Your quiet time is your quiet time. You're connecting with God, asking Him to help, adoring Him, asking Him for following, to follow, to, to guide you. This is that time where you're just with you and your five senses and what you're feeling. And uh, sometimes it'll take me like five or ten minutes, but I've found that I come back refreshed. I'll, sometimes I'll do something mindful, and there's all kinds of mindfulness exercises to find out what the brain does. I'll come back with, I feel like I've had a two-hour nap because I got recentered. And we're just finding out that the brain works in a way that it needs a break to kind of respect it and kind of like pull away from all the demands on it and shut down a bit. And it's like a little nap for the brain, and it's fine. So get in touch with yourself, in touch with God, in touch with your people, but do the mindfulness thing. It's been very helpful. So um, I think that's our, what I wanted to say about neuro. Uh, stick with it because um, it will help you, and uh, they're doing better stuff all the time. And stick with me and all that because if I learn something new, I'll holler at you. All right, have a good uh, class.